Okay, welcome to Those Two Chicks with a podcast. I'm Jordan. I'm Emma Grace. And we have a podcast. And we have a podcast. We have. We've, we've been here hanging out with you guys mm-hmm. for three months now. No, we tried doing the math last time and we were... I thought it was three months. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know either. We checked the math last time and we gave ourselves more credit. Well, we've been here for a while. Yeah. You think we're good at this by now? No, I'm really. Not we're literally enough. finding out today that we're not. I have to poop. Um, I don't know why. Well, so we have a guest today. We do have a guest. We have a special guest. Yes. Um, and I don't know why it's making Emma nervous because it's literally her sister. My hands are sweating. <laughs> <laughs> her um, sister who lives in Montana. She tells me every time, but I've known her sister for forever. And I only have one sister. Yeah, she's like, yeah, my sister in Montana. Yes, I know. That's Hannah in Montana. Hannah Montana. Um, yes, my sister Hannah is our guest today. Uh, she is our, I would say she's probably one of our number one fans. She's, pro- she's yeah. probably listened to every single episode. Oh, bless um, her heart. She, she's my best friend, but she is my sister. And I asked her to talk on our podcast today because our episode this week is astrology. Yeah, it's really interesting. My friend Shannon message Shannon messaged me on Instagram. Oh. I was like, what is it? <laughs> yeah, and the backing for this idea was that, you know, we were just talking about how horrible our lives were for this week. Um <laughs> and it was the week of the solar eclipse. Mercury was not in Gatorade that week. I don't know what it was, but there was an eclipse of some sort. And we were both talking about how miserable our lives had been that week. It was the week my septic tank flooded and it was like everything that could go wrong we had the flu the septic everything and she's like she had the same exact thing like everything in her life was going wrong Mm -hmm. and then she was telling me I don't know whatever it basically evolved into like horoscope and whatever Mm -hmm. and you guys are interested in it too yes so we were like let's do an episode about this so so I asked Hannah and Hannah you can unmute yourself actually you can talk now you can talk now um my Yes, mm. Hannah, say hi. Hi. This is my sister Hannah from Montana. <laughs> Hannah Montana. You can get the bones. Um, but we're here to learn today, Hannah. We mm-hmm. have to think of a segment name and a, a theme song for her. Hannah, oh, I don't know. I'm just going to use a Hannah Montana theme song. Mm, she won't like that. Oh. <laughs> no, she's shaking her head. Wow. Wow. Helping Hannah <laughs> <into> something new. <laughs> it's great. I think that was good. What was he? I don't. I couldn't even understand that. What'd you say? Helping Hannah. Oh, help helping us learn Hannah. <laughs> help us learn something new. Um, no. <laughs> but basically, Hannah's gonna Hannah's gonna talk to you guys today. We we didn't even really have to do that much work. No. So, shut up and listen to her. Yes. All right, Hannah, take it away. Emma was super organized and sent me a bunch of questions. Always is. So, important disclaimer, I know hardly anything about astrology. Um, I wouldn't even say that I'm, like, involved with astrology. Hold on, you might have to repeat that because there was a yee-yee boy out the window making his truck go wild. A what boy? A yee-yee. <laughs> and he was going, in his truck. Sorry, just a little bit, because he was really loud. Yeah, repeat that Probably has a small pee-pee. Yee-yee with a small pee-pee. Start from the beginning, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fine. I wouldn't even say that I'm involved with astrology, because 
I think that that kind of implies that I have some sort of expertise in the subject, and I really don't. I need to make that super clear. Everyone thinks so. Um, but I did have a friend who took an in-depth astrology course. It was like a couple years long, and she offered me a birth chart reading, and that was so exciting because um, I've never had anybody that knows all the things tell me about all the details of my birth chart. I think growing up, all I knew was like zodiac signs and horoscopes that you would read in a magazine. And so it was just super cool to learn like this ancient practice that has like roots in so many different cultures. And yeah, I guess I'm just like a constant of people and culture. So I think that that's kind of how my interest grew, but I'm really far from knowing all the, the details. About that's that, okay. So. That's the way to be. That's fine. Helping Hannah teach us something new. I like that. I know. It's it's catching on. Helping Hannah teach us something new. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds like a little kid. It sounds like a little kid song. Yeah, it does. I didn't realize it's Hannah in Montana. It's Hannah Montana. Yeah. I did not even think about that. Mm -mm. It's unfortunate. (laughs) It's pretty funny, though. Uh, So, can you talk about how you're currently, what you're currently studying in school? Yeah, so I am studying psychology at the University of Montana. I am kind of moving into this field of clinical mental health counseling, and I'm getting a certificate in Native American studies on top of that, which I think kind of goes into some of this, like an indigenous wisdom kind of plays into that, so... What have you learned from astrology versus psychology? Do you think it's helpful? Do you think it's kind of a waste of time? Or what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, so there's not a ton of overlap between the two, honestly. Um, Especially not in the realm of psychology, but maybe there could be some sort of overlap between clinical mental health counseling. A lot of my studies really take like a holistic approach to well-being and spiritual beliefs fall heavily into obviously an individual's overall well-being and understanding of who they are and I think it's tricky because psychology is just naturally rooted in western ways of knowing um, really logical empirical science that's great and fascinating and has helped so many people Um, but it also has its limitations And so that includes um, not accepting wisdom that falls out of this purview. So indigenous practices, indigenous ways of knowing. And I think that that's kind of the umbrella that um, astrology falls under. And so while there's not a ton of overlap, I just think that anything that helps people get to know themselves better or fulfills their spiritual needs is just something that's super helpful and I'm all for it all for learning and understanding more about it is very true mm-hmm. and even how relatable you said of we know a lot of I think a lot of I, I can say for myself can't say for Jordan but like mm-hmm. reading out of your horoscope out of a magazine is pretty yeah. much the limit I think that's very for sure thrown out there in media that we don't really know the background of it mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I think that that happens a lot and was something that I really like, when you asked me to do this, I was, like, instantly, like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't know very much about astrology, but I do know just about what you're talking about. Like, the dominant culture cherry-picking 
different pieces of other cultures and then using that for entertainment or what have you. And so I think that that gets to be, you know, really damaging to other cultures and, and, you know, here I am, I'm going <laughs> to give you some insight into astrology and, you know, maybe somewhat doing the same thing. But I hope that from the takeaway of this is that if you're interested, you learn all of the little pieces because they're really important into somebody's whole worldview and just learning little pieces of knowledge is, is not super helpful. And then to label it as valid or invalid from your little horoscope chart, Mm -hmm. I think is not super helpful. Um, Okay. And then we'll let you take it away, but just for reference for everybody, um, I gave Hannah our information so my social security number yeah i gave her our social security <laughs> number kidding. our bank account numbers i said there's mm-hmm. nothing in there but you can have at it solar <laughs> accounts are frozen currently. my credit's horrible you can take that <laughs> i don't know what happened but... <laughs> um no we gave her our just our birthday our time and, and location where right we, our location yeah um i actually found my birth certificate oh so you did be 7 46 p.m okay um and you said 11. 11. I'm pretty sure it's late. <laughs> I Honestly, I'm pretty sure. So this is probably going to be wrong. But I'm pretty sure my mom told me before, like, it was really close to midnight. Like, I was literally yeah. almost born on the 21st. So I'm sure it's probably it's a little off. But okay, So you're, you're June 20th. I'm yeah. May 25th. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I sent that information to Hannah, and she did the work for us. Yes, she did. Knowing everything about you guys and Mm. that Jordan and I are practically birthday buddies. Wait, what's your birthday? My birthday is June 19th. Oh my God, I didn't even know that. I know. Let's have a birthday party. (laughs) Come on, let's go. Birthday party. I'm going to get cone hats, (laughs) Dairy Queen ice cream cake, and it'll be fine. She loves ice cream. Dude, mmm. We'll have an ice cream party. <laughs> it's a Gemini thing. Ice cream is life. It is. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Sorry, Hannah, we distracted you. Continue. I love ice cream, though. Yeah, you know, I feel like there was probably something really important and profound I was going to say, but totally, oh. I've lost it. With ice cream. <laughs> With ice cream. Love Which flavor is the best? That's what she was going to oh, say. Oh, what's, okay. what's your favorite flavor? Anything with Reese's in it. Ooh. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm super, like, a vanilla girl, but, like, with Reese's or, like, with something. Like, I'm not a big chocolate person. No, so. I hate chocolate ice cream. your hate mail now. Mm. Chocolate ice cream with, like, anything in it is disgusting. Chocolate ice cream is disgusting. Plain vanilla is disgusting. But it has to have chocolate in it. In the vanilla. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, like, I can get, Reese's and yeah. vanilla or, like, Butterfinger Pieces in vanilla. Mm. Yep. Okay, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I'm hungry. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. My stomach hurts so bad. <laughs> I did want to mention that I'm pulling from Western astrology. So it's important to know the background. There's, like, a million flavors of astrology. Just Not like ice cream. A million, but there's a lot. Um... And I don't know them all, but um, I, don't know I did do a little research on the history behind Western astrology, which is like the most widely accepted. So basically, we can trace roots of this back to Mesopotamia. Um, so the Sumerians were interested in divination, astronomy, and mathematics. And
And this is around 2000 BC that this is getting. And so all three of these were laying the foundation for the very first astrological system that we base ours on today. There were some that came before this, but aren't related to the information that I'm going to tell you guys today. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, thousands of years of history lesson in under a minute. Right. Helping Hannah. <laughs> Thanks, so Hannah. Wow. Basic of Western astrology, to my understanding, would be the big three in your birth chart. So people reference the sun, the moon, and your rising or ascendant. Um, so astrology uses planetary bodies, zodiac signs, and houses, and something called your birth charts, which I don't know how to read. So don't ask me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what it is. <laughs> there's a really awesome site called Cafe Astrology that most people will probably use or have used. Um, and so it pops out like really digestible info on all your basic signs. Starting with the sun sign. Really basic definition of this would be, this is the position that the sun was in at the exact moment of your birth. Jordan's will be an estimate because she thinks she was born at 11. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yell at my mom and say, that was actually really important. <laughs> so this will begin usually, and most people, if you ask them what their sign is, they'll say their sun sign. It's just one of many, but for some reason they're like, yes, this is my sign. Oh, okay. So oh, I have, like, more than one sign? You have more than one sign, but oh. we refer to only the sun sign. Is that why I relate to other signs sometimes when I'm reading horoscopes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. We have oh. so many different signs in all well, of different houses. you know so what? Like, your birth chart is a bunch of different signs rolls at different parts. So if people just read your sun sign, you're like, nah, that's not me. Again, that's you taking, like, just a little piece of information and being like, nope. Well, that just blows my mind because sometimes I'll read the horoscopes and, like, Gemini is always usually spot on for me. Mm. But there are others where I'm like, you know, I kind of vibe with that one. Mm. But so I'm like, oh, so that must mean, like, oh, I just, you know, they're just baloney. But, no, I have more than one sign, so maybe that's why. Okay. Oh. Interesting. Okay. So the sun sign is your identity. So this is the identity or the oh, essence that, that you shine out into the world. And it represents the vital force that drives you to seek the highest expression of your true self. So Emma and I are actually both sun signs. I threw a couple of mine in just in case some of your listeners are different than you guys. And then you have more, they have more to go off. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Gemini is an air sign. And in Gemini, in the sun position, they love to express themselves intellectually and often recharge in social settings. This is you two? I'm sorry. Yeah, this is mine. Okay. I'm I'm a Gemini sun sign. Okay. Yeah. And me too, actually. So the very short description that I pulled from Cafe Astrology was that the sun in Gemini Um, The urge for self-expression is really strong. These natives are often just as interested in collecting information as they are sharing it. Maybe that's why you have a podcast. Uh, Curious (laughs) to a fault, Geminis have a finger in every pie. That's a weird one. A what? I have a lot of fingers in pie. Ew! (laughs) Don't say that. Oh, I love pie. But I do you like, like to pie. finger pies? No, I don't like to finger pies. That sounds horrible and very oh. dirty. Pie with ice cream. Oh. <laughs> oh, don't get me going. Yeah, that's good. Okay. 
back to Gemini, right on Judas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can express yourself easily and tends to learn quickly. Yeah. Uh, I can see that for you. Sun in Gemini is welcoming and gentle. She likes to travel and intellectual work. Some weaknesses of this sun sign may be that you waste energy by taking on too many things oh. or lack persistence in achieving set goals. Mm. Uh, well, I don't know about that one for you. I feel like you're very persistent. No. You take on so many things. That one is like spot on. Yeah. Spot on. You know, this kind of speaks to something that I do like about this from like a mental health aspect. Is it like even if none of this resonates for you, it gives you an opportunity to be like, yeah, that's true for me or no, it's not. So somebody that doesn't take a lot of time to like reflect on themselves or get like a lot of self-knowledge or awareness, this is an opportunity to do that. So I think that that's cool for this. I feel like that's um, so accurate for but you. Also mm-hmm. important to remember that this is just one part of your chart, and it really doesn't mean that all that I just read is is true to you. Mm-hmm. So, and then moving on to Jordan, your sun sign is Cancer. Oh. So that's a water sign, which means you're motivated by deep emotional desires and recharge through emotional experiences. You think so? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then here's just the really super brief um, description on your son in cancer, which means that you weigh words carefully and you can be tenacious with them. A calm and discreet nature, you might be tender, thoughtful, sensitive, and impressionable. Some possible issues that might come up with a sun sign in Cancer is that you might be overly humble, timid, changeable, indecisive, oh, yes. lazy. It's so true, though. <laughs> or oversensitive. Yes. Um, yes, I cry a lot. by family and sometimes oh, yes. manipulative. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a a horrible person. (laughs) Okay, I have to ask you, how... that with a grain of salt. We don't know your exact birth time, George. I was just about to say, does it really matter, like, by the minute? Well, probably yes. Okay. If you're, like, actually getting an in-depth birth chart. But for this, this is, like, a general... um, you know, you look at anybody's chart with um, a cancer sun, and they're going to have the same description. So this is super broad. No. If we would have changed the minute, no. <laughs> I w- it would still be a cancer sun. Like, it wouldn't change to something else. Right. right. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, that the, a lot of that was accurate, so. I would say that was pretty accurate for both of us. Maybe yes. not everything. Like we, yeah, but. Yeah. But some of them. Mm-hmm. That hurt. Only thing is, I'm definitely <laughs> not timid. I'm very loud. No, I wouldn't say. But everything know. else is pretty good. That okay. Little lazy <laughs> loves pie. Yeah. So Emma's actually Gemini, Gemini. So you're oh also a Gemini. God. You got a lot of airiness going on over there. Oh. You. She farts a lot. I know. I'm <laughs> kidding. Yes. Mm. (laughs) It's okay. We share everything here. I fart and I'm proud. (laughs) The moon represents emotional responses. So this is just the moon in general, your moon sign. So for everybody, it 
represents emotional responses, unconscious predestination, and self-image. Um, the moon shows how a person expresses themselves when at home, at ease, and comfortable. So from what I've learned um, is that it's most common for people to relate more with their moon sign than their sun because the sun might be how other people view you, but the moon might be more true to how you feel in your own body um, or you feel about yourself. And so for Emma, this means nothing since you're a Gemini Gemini. Um, people like i'm a gemini scorpio and i resonate more with the scorpio than the gemini okay oh wait so this is what you're saying like when you read something sometimes you might relate more to that yeah yeah like oh Oh. and it just depends on what part of you they're talking to but yeah so somebody might look at me and see one thing that's more gemini but i know myself to be more scorpio that's just an example but i'm gemini gemini you're Gemini Gemini, so it doesn't really matter. Man, I hope people people don't <laughs> so think I'm. Saying it as I don't matter. <laughs> I hope my other one's a little better than my first one. So okay, I'm gonna do Emma's moon sign first, and then I'll do Jordan's. Okay. So your moon sign again is is Gemini, and that means you react in, to changing experiences with discernment and objective evaluation. You most you feel most aligned with your inner self when you express your ideas and are interacting socially. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> well. Sharp intellect. Mm-hmm. She likes literature. Yes. And will be adapt to all situations and social groups. Um. Work in contact with the public, literary occupations, or travel. This, like, travel up in your thing, you're, like, the biggest homebody I know. That's really Yeah, I'd rather not leave my house. No. I have to travel from the living room to the bathroom. There you go. That's traveling. Sometimes I take the stairs. It's a staycation. So potential issues with this moon sign would be lack of follow-up on ideas, indecision, mm-hmm. and you may go back on your decisions. Oh, yep. Yeah. I can yep. see that for you for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't... I don't want to know mine. Jordan's moon is in Leo, which is a fire sign. And as a fire sign, you react to changing experiences with direct action and excitement. You feel most aligned with your inner self when expressing confidence. Ditch the negative self-talk and show Mm -hmm. strength. Yes. So that's Mm -hmm. both aligned self. Okay. Um, In a short description, you're brave. You know how to take risks and possess the courage um, Mm -hmm. to be honest, imposing, and sharp. Uh, Jordan has a great sense of respect for justice, organizational yes. sense, selectivity with friends. Oh, yes. But is not overly influenced by them. Mm-hmm. And I like this addition, a taste for splendor. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> that. Like the fa- Remember I told you I love to just buy whatever I want at Walmart? Oh, there right. we go. <laughs> well, that's like the definition of splendor. <laughs> Potential issues with this could be changing... Oh and numerous affections um emotionally demanding and proud yes um, <laughs> i was just fighting with lucas earlier you don't love me enough brooding when attention is not forthcoming that's so you true when you're not getting attention literally so true she's some parts of the cancer made sense mm-hmm. but leo makes a lot of sense too like i feel like leo is the person i see well you know me a lot better than most people mm-hmm. yeah I, it still fucks with me though. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> That's the way, the first one's the way other people see you, and mine's manipulative and lazy. <laughs> of pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yours sounds way more fun than others. Yeah, I like yours. Um, okay, so finally, rising signs. So this is also called an ascendant sometimes too, um, but this represents your physical body and outward style. It is a manifestation of both your inner and outer world, which can um, define the balance between your seven dimensions, which I don't know what oh. that means. Oh. <laughs> There's that. This one's um, about your your outward appearance. Is that what she says? Yeah. So it represents your physical body, your outward style, and it's the manifestation between what's going on in your inner world and outer world. That this might fall more into like the tie between astrology and human design, which is maybe a conversation for another day. But like, I'm thinking like the energy that drives your physical body. So like, how much energy you show up with each day. Like, what oh. do you need to like rest and recharge and all of those things. So, like, I, we had kind of briefly talked about being, like, a manifesting generator. I think you both are, right? Yes, we both are. So that, like, that's the energy that shows up and drives your physical body. And, like, sometimes you're going to feel depleted after, like, go, go, go. Because you guys yes. are going to go to the world. So, anyways, that's kind of complex. But, anyways, Jordan and I actually have share Capricorn as our ascendant sign <laughs> or rising sign. So Capricorn's an earth sign, and people of this are very matter-of-a-fact and tend to focus on the material world. Mm. You often have a steadfast approach to life that can be a grounding force. So this one's a little bit longer, but I thought it kind of explains this pretty well. So for somebody that has a Capricorn rising, there's a seriousness to you um, that is unmistakable. Even when you're joking around, it's it's of the deadpan variety. In fact, plenty of very humorous people have Capricorn ascendants. It's all about timing and the fact that they don't giggle before the joke is over. Um, Capricorn ascendant people project competence. Um, They're generally very image conscious people. The clothes they wear, the manner, um, and their manner are a big deal to them. Um, They want to appear successful and they generally succeed at it. Often the ascendant persona is the one that was forced upon us by family conditioning. What this means is we adopt the roles that are familiar ones and carry them with us as our defense mechanisms in some way or another for the rest of our lives. In the case of Capricorn ascendants, these were children who were considered to be the responsible ones. Sometimes it was they themselves who looked around them and felt the need to be structured, dependable, responsible members of the family. Often, Capricorn rising people adopted a strong sense of tradition, family, and responsibility in a very young age. Okay, so Emma, you have a Scorpio ascendant. So, ascendant rising, same thing. I keep changing which one I say. But, um, 
people with us have a lot of presence. There's something about them that tells the world that they're not to be pushed around. Mm-mm. <laughs> Emma always looks at people like this. She always looks pleasant. Like, I don't, I wouldn't look at her and be like, I, I can't push that girl around. Because Emma just looks so, like, peaceful all the time. Like, do, 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 do. It's the voices I in my head. Different looks. Um. If you get your one look, then yes. Yes. It's different with a sister relationship, for sure. So they can be quiet or loud, but they always seem powerful and determined. I you either love or hate Scorpio rising people, mm. and they are very people who go through life unnoticed. In fact, some of them are confused when faced with the fact that they get such strong reactions from others. They seem to look right through people, seen through superficiality. This can be quite intimidating to some and intriguing to others. Scorpio rising people, in their dealings with others, look for answers by reading between the lines. Um, details are discarded when they are getting a feel for people and situations around them. Oh, oh and one more note. Scorpio rising people value their privacy yep. so much it can paranoia. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> that is you. They have a strong need to control their environment and are an expert at strategy. Hmm. I'm giving you a look right now. I know that sounds just like you. Yeah, that was really interesting. That was very eye-opening. Can you tell me mine again? <laughs> just the names, just so I have them right. Because I'm a Cancer Rising. Sun. Sun. Cancer Sun. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, sorry. I missed the question. So you're Cancer Sun, you're Leo Moon, okay. and you're Capricorn Rising. Okay, I just want to remember them because none of them are Gemini, and I've been like, I'm a Gemini my whole life, and now I'm, I'm, i got to remember all these different things. Okay, but you are a Gemini Cancer cusp. Like, it literally cuts off on my birthday. Yeah. So that might be why you got that. Like, you're right on the border. Wait, am I not a Gemini? No, you're a Cancer. Shut up. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like we went over this. Hannah. Hannah. I have been a Gemini my entire life. Wow. Now I'm not? What? This is blowing my mind because I'm always like, yeah, I'm a Gemini. I have two different personalities because I'm a psycho and then I'm very pleasant. <laughs> and I'm like, you know. That is the reason that I didn't touch astrology for most of my life because I'd say I'm a Gemini and people are like, oh. You know what? I really Actually, did. Hannah and I had a conversation. She thought I wasn't a Gemini. Really? Oh. Because. I think it might be one of those uh, mandala effects because I swear to God when I was little that Emma was a Taurus and then like the birth dates changed for Taurus. And this here pulls up your birth chart on June 20th as sun, sun as in cancer. What? I mean, so you know what? Like I said, I read like a couple different ones and I feel like they're me. So maybe that's just one of them, you know? I, I know, really, I, I really did learn a lot from that. That was really interesting. Way more than I thought. Oh, for sure. I didn't know any of that. Me neither. Well, I think I'm, like, now, like, God, is she a Gemini? Oh, sorry! <laughs> <laughs> but I've looked in all your information on this thing, so if it's wrong, blame Cafe Astrology. I will take no lawsuits. No, it, that's right. okay. It They have s- different dates. 
I see that too. I just did a cooking yeah. school and it's like May 21st through June 21st, but then all the other ones. I, so I think it depends on which like uh, type of astrology, yeah. I guess for lack of a better word, you're following. Yeah, that um, would make sorry. sense because literally I, there's like three different ones just on the first Google when you Google it, you know? So who knows? I so maybe I'm not crazy, Emma. Maybe you were born a Taurus. That was good. And that was helping Hannah teach us something new. <laughs> she taught us and something she new. She taught us. <laughs> yeah. What did you learn today, Emma? I learned. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do something um, again. I could also listen to Hannah talk all day. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, same. She's very informative. Ve- she sounded, like, very intelligent. She is very And sometimes I'm like, wow. Wait, I'm going to brag. Sister brag moment. I'm probably going to get this fact wrong. <laughs> but she is studying psychology, mm-hmm. and she got the best test score in the whole class. Oh, my God. Her class. Damn. I know. She's smarty furry pants. I know, and I'm uneducated. <laughs> I always am like, mm, if I could sound like Hannah when I talk. And she I sounded like, like, oh. like a TED Talk. She is a TED Talk. It sounded like That's a TED Talk. That's why I wanted her on this episode, because I could yeah. listen to her all day. And we're just like, oh, farts. <laughs> <laughs> it's so we're true. Rolling. We're like, bounce and pickles. <laughs> That's us. And then Hannah's like, I bet this is my TED Talk. You know? She's really smart. She is. Uh, What's that like? That's the feel to be God's favorite. <laughs> True, because she's really pretty, too. She is really pretty. She is very pretty. Mm-hmm. Okay, stop. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's still here. <laughs> so one thing, you know, I told you I got this idea from um, my friend Shannon. And somehow, you know, we got talking because there was the eclipse or whatever, and we started talking about the moon. And she's like, well, her mom's a healthcare worker. I can't remember if she said her mom's a nurse or, or what she is. Shannon's really freaking smart. She's going to school. She's going to be a, a doctor. Like, she, she, oh. she's smart. Um, and she, uh, she said, like, oh, yeah, you know, because, you know, on full moon, things get so crazy. My mom says, you know, we're, we're made so much of water when it's a full moon, just like the moons affect the tides, they affect us. And I was like, ow, I wonder if there's any like research backing that because that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I worked in a healthcare clinic for a little bit. I was a CCMA. Okay. And I worked 12s and I we worked in walk-ins. So it would get crazy no matter what. But I, even I noticed like on the days where it was really insane, someone would be like, is it a full moon? Sure as shit, it would be a full moon. Not even kidding. So weird. So it would get, it would just be super busy Patients would be a little bit more outspoken because <laughs> some kind of crazy stuff would happen. And it would be like, I don't know, just like a lot of injuries. It would just be weird. And it's super common for healthcare workers to believe in this, um, especially in hospital ERs and labor and delivery units. And even law enforcement has their own superstitions about it too. But here's the thing I was wondering, is this coincidence or is there some sort of backing to it? Because I swear to God, everyone says this. So it's a tradition that dates back to the first century when both Greek philosopher Aristotle and Roman historian, which I might say this wrong, Pliny the Elder. Have either of you heard of Pliny the Elder? Oh, well, Hannah, not too smart, are you? (laughs) I don't even know if I'm saying the guy's name right. All right. Roman historian Pliny the Elder hypothesized that a full moon induced madness across the land it illuminated. In fact, lunatic comes from the Latin lunatic. 
moon to kiss <laughs> for of the moon or moonstruck. I can't speak Latin, okay, guys? It's a dead language, so... So, in that centuries-old hypothesis, Aristotle and Pliny the Elder believed that because the brain is moist, horrible word, um, it could therefore be affected in the same ways that the waters of the earth are affected by the moon. They believed a moon had the power to induce insanity, epilepsy, or bouts of madness. Research on the topic has still gone on today, and a whopping 81% of mental health professionals believe that the full moon has an effect on our mental health. That, that's a pretty high number. Yeah. Okay, so psych, psychiatrist Arnold Lieber, Lieber wrote two novels on the subject, The Lunar Effect, Biological Tides, and Human Emotions, written in 1978, and How the Moon Affects You, a compelling and controversial book on the moon's awesome power to affect your emotions and the way you live. It's kind of a long title, Arnold, but we get it. He suggested that because the human body is 70% of water, humans experience tidal shifts caused by the moon's phases, just like the Earth's ocean. He wrote that under a full moon, the occurrence of murder, suicide, aggravated assault, psychiatric emergencies, and fatal auto accidents increased dramatically. While this theory seems reasonable at first glance, it was quickly dismissed by experts. One study took down Leiber's theory, specifically arguing that the Earth's gravitational pull is 5,012 times larger than the moon's, whose pull is no more than the weight of a flea. Okay, so it's like, it's just, yes, it can, it can affect large open bodies of water, but think about its effect on like a glass of water or like a bathtub. Like your bathtub doesn't have tidal waves, you know? So it's like, can't really affect the body. Mm -hmm. We don't know. But, but scientists have found some effects that the moon does have on us okay? okay so when the moon is full and bright it may affect your quality of sleep so there was a 2004 or, i'm sorry 2014 study involving 319 people who'd been referred to a sleep study center and they found that when it's a full moon less people actually get into the REM sleep or i'm sorry get into the deep sleep cycle they usually um so it means it takes a longer time to get into that REM sleep cycle where you actually get the deep sleep. So people, like, you may be more tired during a full moon. It may affect your blood pressure. The blood pressure dropped by about five points during new and full moon phases. They also took a step test and they found that their heart rate and blood pressure were both lower during full and new moons. And your heart rate returned to normal levels more quickly during full or new moons. The human body has adapted to eons of exposure to daylight and darkness, right? Okay. This is the body's circadian rhythm, okay? And it affects a lot of your body's systems, not just your sleep-wake cycle. They affect your physical and mental health too. But the widespread use of electric light means many of your circadian rhythms are adapting to new light and dark patterns. So when circadian rhythms wobble, it can cause or increase symptoms. Uh, and this is of certain mental health disorders like anxiety, bipolar disorder, depression, and schizophrenia. So does the moon still have power to disrupt your circadian rhythm? So it brightens the sky by a lowly, um, 
it's a low number, guys. It's it's kind of a big word. We'll just it it's low. And a single street light in a cell phone is a lot stronger, obviously, because it's right in front of our face. Evidence kind of says no, this isn't really the case because the moon's not really strong enough anymore. Maybe way back then it could have had some sort of effect and maybe that's kind of where all these theories started. But now because we have all these, you know, blue lights and electricity, you know, right. not sure. quite the case. But a lot of people still, they they still think so that, that it really does affect your mental health. We'll go to the violence, aggression, trauma, and suicide portion of it. But for decades, possibly even centuries, people have persisted in believing that there are more assaults murder suicides during the full moon periods um and numerous research have they researchers have tackled these questions and they've come to the conclusion that a full moon doesn't really cause an increase it's just kind of a correlation like it's just a coincidence but to me it's like how many coincidences can it be if it's every week that doesn't really make sense yeah yeah so I don't believe them. Um, and there's also menstrual cycles and the moon. People believe this for centuries, that our menstrual cycles, have the moon has an effect on them. But truthfully, it's just that the, the length of time kind of matches up. The moon takes roughly a month to orbit the earth. And since many menstrual cycles are about the same length, people have made a connection between the moon and its effects on menstrual periods but they're not actually synchronized, which I'm going to say, you know, whatever, because it sounds way cooler to say the moon has an effect on it. So leave me alone. The moon wants to believe The moon. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Why is the moon red? <laughs> I know I'm not crazy, and I'm telling you I've heard so many people talk about this, so I went on Reddit, and sure as shit, a bunch of people were talking about it. And I just wanted to read you a couple of – um the incidences. And so this person, Ophelia622, said, I'm a fairly scientific person and I like evidence and scientific fact. However, I've worked in bars, restaurants, vets, and emergency vets. I have to say, I always notice that people tend to act extra crazy around the full moon. Coincidence? Likely, but many people notice this. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, I get it. It's a coincidence, but how can you have a coincidence every freaking couple of weeks? There's also been a link between women's menstrual cycles and lunar cycles for thousands of years. Many women act differently when they are hormonal from their cycles, and this may play into this belief. But it's, you know, I mean, oh, (laughs) there we go. Hannah just flipped the bird. But it's kind of weird, though, don't you think? I think it's kind of weird. Hannah's a guest on the podcast, and she flips you off. (laughs) Also, no, she's flipping off the Reddit person. Because, you know, what's kind of funny, though, too, is the possibility, you know, everyone thinks, not everyone, a lot of people think that everything in the universe can be tied together. So isn't that kind of funny how our bodies are in sync with the moon? You know, the timing lines up. Why is that? Just coincidence? I'm sick of people saying everything's just a coincidence. Yeah, I think it's an easy way out. It is. I was going to read There's another one. There's a lot of people on this planet that all have the same exact coincidence. It's, that's what I'm saying. I literally cannot. That yeah. was a good episode. That was a good episode. Um, we'll have to have Hannah on again. Yeah. It'd so be we can fun do if, help. Uh, she visits Michigan. Yeah. We should have uh, her We're having a birthday party. Birthday party. Yeah. And um, we Getting can be on a podcast cream. in person. Yeah. Heck yeah. 
Anytime, you guys. Moscow Thanks Mules. No, Ooh, thank nice you. Ring. You taught us so much. Is there anything you'd like to add, Hannah, to our listeners? No, I just am happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Hannah, teach us something new. Well, thanks for teaching us something new, Hannah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. You get the bad. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I need a new theme song if I'm ever going to come back, though. Why? Why? It's good. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Helping Hannah teach us something new. I think it's good. I like it. We're going to record. And then at the end, helping Hannah taught us something new. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Hannah. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Um, thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, that's it. We bye-bye. we talked for a long time. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>